This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. This is the Portrait System Podcast, a show that helps portrait photographers and people hoping to become one navigate the world of photography, business, money, and so much more. We totally keep it real. We share stories about the incredible ups and the very difficult downs when running a photography business. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and the point of this podcast is for you to learn actionable steps that you can take to grow your own business and also to feel inspired and empowered by the stories you hear. Today's Clubhouse episode is with your hosts, Kevin and Ashley, and their special guest is Felicia Reed, and we are so happy to have Felicia back on The Portrait System. Felicia chats with Ashley and Kevin about how she managed to get her highest sales during the last year, and she answers questions from the listeners. Felicia always brings the positive energy, and these three had such a fun and inspiring talk this week. Okay, let's get started with Felicia, Kevin, and Ashley. Welcome, everyone, to the Portrait System Podcast Clubhouse Edition. My name is Kevin Conde, and I'm here with my co-host, Ashley Taylor. If you are not familiar with the Portrait System, we are a portrait photography podcast that is powered by Sue Bryce Education. Nikki Klosser hosts our regular Monday episodes, and Ashley and I co-host our Clubhouse Edition, which is live here on the Clubhouse app every Friday at noon Pacific. And then our episodes are released on Thursdays. You can tune in on your favorite podcast app by searching for the Portrait System. Ashley, how are you doing this wonderful day? I'm doing great, and I'm so excited to be here co-hosting our chat with you. And I'm so excited to introduce our guest for today, Felicia Reed. And I'm sure you all know Felicia. She's an amazing portrait photographer based in Austin, Texas. So hey, Felicia. Hey, hey, hey. We are super excited uh, to have the opportunity to talk to you today. Uh, You have shared some incredible information in the Sue Bryce Education Members Only Facebook group uh, that we wanted to get you on uh, to share your steps to success. Uh, From your starting numbers to having a $74,000 month in April of 2021. Uh, I want to talk to you about your confidence in the early stages to the time and energy required to run a business that is pulling such amazing numbers. Uh, But let's take it back, though. Uh, You were in the medical field for 15 years doing x-rays. But at some point, you had enough and that it was time to transition over to a new career. Uh, How confident were you about starting your own photography business? And how much experience uh, slash knowledge did you have in running your own business? Well, yes, I did ultrasound. I was in the medical field. I I did x-ray first and ultrasound for 15 years, worked at a local hospital, very skilled, very well um, 
known in my community. And so I could easily get a job anywhere. It didn't scare me because I had that, you know, so that's one, I had something to fall back on. Number two, I quit my job in 2016, but I had been following Sue Bryce since 2014. And I was doing things on the weekends, like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'd be shooting and creating my portfolio that I was pretty confident that I could photograph people, but I wasn't as confident in business, right? I mean, it was just different. It's it's two totally different things, building your portfolio, because that's all you can focus on, right? And then there is business and how am I going to actually make money and pay my bills, right? So it was something a little bit like, like that. And so when I quit, I had read all the books, you know, and uh, I knew I had to network. And then I just hit the 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 pavement going 2017 just networking until everybody knew my name that was my goal like i want to walk in a room and i don't have to know anybody but they need to know me or need to have or heard of me that was my goal Ooh. and um that's kind of how it kind of started awesome um so from the beginning to now how much different of a person of a businesswoman is that felicia reed than to the one that we are talking to right now man i got some thicker skin <laughs> uh, i'm i'm no is okay i'm okay with no i don't care i need more nose the more nose you get you know you're about to get it yes you know i'm more confident um i'm more in tune with my purpose i know exactly who i am in my business and who i am as a person so it doesn't matter if i'm in photography or if i work at the grocery store or or at a theme park my personality who i am is who i am and i'm gonna give it everywhere i go so i've just discovered myself a lot more about who i am and how i am designed to help people whether it's through my networking whether it's through my portraiture just to me as a person and it's just a big benefit to have in my business so i'm just a lot more confident and i and i have a thicker skin and i bounce back quicker from from you know things that come and hit me. Do you feel that that confidence came from your business and growing your business? Or do you feel it just came from aging? You know, you know, everyone gets older. I everyone think gets it's a little for more sure confident. growing a business. Being an entrepreneur makes you like, it, it's sometimes we take it personal in the beginning. Like, oh my yeah. God, they told me, no, I suck. I'm never going to do this right. And nobody wants, and one person tells you no. And then you have this mindset that nobody wants you, you know? And it's kind of when you surround, like we're in this group, right? We're in this SBE group and stuff. And you hear people's success stories. So because I'm surrounded by others that have been there and done that. And they're like, this is how it used to be. This is how it's going. You know, this is how it was. And this is how it's going. And that is just so encouraging to me, just like anybody that you see goes and gets a master's degree or goes to university or does something, or even I'm working out right now, I can look at my trainer to say, okay, this is how it's going to be. I just got to put in the work, you know, and you have that accountability and that motivation to just keep going. And so to me, um, that's what grew my thing. Being an entrepreneur is hard. <laughs> it is not, for, <laughs> it's not for everybody. And if everybody could do it, then everybody'd be making money. We wouldn't have a problem. But. Yeah, I, I love what you just said, because we talked a little bit with Matt Stagliano last week about the same thing where, um, you know, who you spend your time with really makes a huge difference in how mm-hmm. much success you have. And mm-hmm. what I love about the SBE community is that we have so many people helping each other and everyone has such a positive mindset towards success. And when we have blocks, working through them, uncovering them. And that does, like you said, make such a huge difference. So oh yeah. It thank does. you for saying that. <laughs> it does. It does. 
So, Felicia, I wanted to ask you, you just brought up being part of the community and seeing other people's successes. How are you able to kind of separate other people's successes that you're seeing on the site and not letting that be kind of like drag you down mentally? Like, oh, they're doing it. I'm not doing it right now in my early stages. How are you able to kind of... Because I'm 45 and I live long enough to know comparison (laughs) is the thief of joy. So whenever God shows me someone that's having success or something, that is validation for me that it can be mine as well. Because God shows me what is supposed to be mine. Like if I want a car, I want a home, I've manifested everything. And sometimes when God shows us those things, it means it's for us. It's going to come. Stay encouraged. And so that's the way I look at things. It's a mentality thing. You know, it's a mental shift that you have to have. And sometimes, oh, don't get me wrong, because I'm in a million dollar mastermind. And I'm like, I even tell my bookkeeper, I'm like, but she made $80,000 this month. You know, (laughs) and she's like, Felicia, (laughs) let's not compare that. Let's look at your numbers. Let's look at your past. One month, um, last year, I made a, uh, somebody made $80,000 last September. I don't remember who it was. And I had made 40,000. And so, and I cried to my bookkeeper. She goes, Felicia, let's look at last year. Last year in September, you made $6,000 the whole month. (laughs) I think you're doing pretty good. So, you know, like compare your success to you. You compare yourself to your past, not somebody else's. Because that's some, you know, you'll get there, right? Yeah. I love that, that pointing out about the mindset shift because that's so big is like, to not focus on the jealousy energy, which I think is like maybe what society teaches us, like ingrained in us, that should be our gut reaction is to feel jealous or competitive with people, Mm-mm. but rather to look at that as like motivation for yourself and that it's possible for you yep. if someone else was able to do it. And I'm really amazed that a transformation in one year turnaround from a $6,000 month to a $40,000 month, I think yeah. that would blow anyone out of the water listening right now. So can you, like, what happened in that year? I know that's a big question, but what happened to have that much of a transformation? Like, is it more volume of bums and seats? Well, is it raising the prices? I mean, I don't know how much y'all want me to share because it really is Felicia. not what you think it is. Like, what people think is the people. It was a mindset shift. And I'm just going to give you a tiny little testimonial. I've been married 24 years. By 2019, I was married, I don't know, 20, 22 years. I was struggling. I got a love coach. She said, Felicia, whatever's going on in your life is affecting everything. You need to fix your relationship with your husband. You know, and this was my story. Everybody has a different story. And it's an energy thing. At the bottom, at the end of the day, it's an energy thing. You need to shift this energy to something positive and good. When you fix that relationship, it will fix your business. At that time, if y'all go back and look at all my posts in 2019, I was struggling. People weren't paying me. I had invoices that weren't paid. I was like, why? You know, like it was a shift in mental, it was a mental shift. It wasn't much that I did. And when I, it wasn't much that I did to get the clients. It's who I was attracting. So because I had this negativity about me, negativity, I was attracting negativity. You see what I'm saying? I was, <laughs> I was probably complaining more than anything. I was like, oh my God, they're not going to pay me. So what did I get more of? People that weren't paying me. You see what I'm saying? And so when I shifted my energy and I shifted my mindset and I did all this coaching with my love coach and all this, you know, life coaching and stuff that took me into 2020. And you had thought, 
that that would have been like the most, the worst year of my life. It was the best year of my life in my business. My business thrived. My marriage thrived. Everything thrived. My energy was different. I was attracting exactly what was for me. I was writing it down and I was attracting it. I was very mindful of what I said because the tongue is very powerful. And so I was like, instead of, oh my God, I don't want this client anymore. I was like, thank you, God, for the clients that are seeking me out. Thank you, God, for the clients that are looking for me that wants this from me. You know, it was my mindset shift. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I feel that's my excuse because I, di- I still continue to do the same stuff. It was the way I talked to myself that was different. Do you, so I know there are going to be people listening who are going to say, be a little bit of a naysayer and be like, it can't all be mindset though. Like you must have had like 20 more clients or like, so like, of you, course I had more clients. Okay. To get so $40, yes. $40, yes. So like, it's not, so what, like how, how much more were you working? How much more? Like, do you feel like you had more time? Do you feel well, like you in had 2020, less time? I had nothing but time. All of us had time. And if you followed <laughs> me point. on Instagram, all I did was I, I was just present. I was there. I was bringing it. You would have never thought I wasn't working. I just showed up. I gave service. I was interviewing. I was networking like a psycho online. I was interviewing people from my BNI and my network Monday, Wednesday, and Friday relentlessly for like two months. I was just giving and giving and giving during that time, that downtime. I was restructuring things. I was I was just showing up in a different way. I was entertaining more. I was engaging. I discovered TikTok. Like it was all kind of things that just attracted like the perfect client. And I think people during that time just appreciated to come to my side of the internet and see positivity and sunshine with all the negative and just disappointing things happening in the world. It was just that I was always like, Felicia, thank you for bringing the sunshine. I don't know. I was, I just attracted the perfect client that needed that. And I was constantly booking even in lockdown period. I came out of lockdown. I was booked out seven months in advance. Dang. Seven months. That's amazing. I do have to say, I follow you on social media and I remember and still, it's it's the same way today, but you just were so fun to follow. You're always, you do always like dance and bring joy and you're just like entertaining and so fun to watch. So I love that you had that spirit during those dark COVID days and that almost like, it's like almost like you had the opposite reaction to feeling down about everything. You just went super positive. And I, I yeah. love that. And it came natural to me. It's just my natural state. I realized that I didn't, I would get, I would have been depressed if I let myself go into that thing, you know, just go into the news and watching the news just, and it goes back to hang around people that are positive, watch things that are positive, listen to things that are positive. Just whatever comes in is what goes out. Okay. That's it. Period. Whatever <laughs> goes in comes out. Negative comes in, goes out, you know? All right, Felicia, let's let's compare and contrast before the, the mental shift. I kind of want to look at uh, so people can kind of look at some of the tangible things that you had done. Yeah. Let's look at your your packages, your pricing before the mind shift. Wh- what are we looking at right there? What were your pricing? What did you start off? Did you start off with Sue Bryce uh, professional standard numbers right off the bat? No, I, I started off higher. So because my mindset. Uh, it's just an evolution. So I'm going to tell y'all this because I started off the bat, like whatever super I said, I was like, I could do better. I'm just going to push the envelope and I'm just going to do a little more expensive than that because I ain't got nothing to lose. I have a job. That was my mentality. 
I don't need this. If I'm going to do this, I need to get paid. So my first pricing was like $397 session fee and like $1,200 and $1,500 and maybe $2,400 or $1,900, something like that. It was, and every year I would, I would test the, you know, like I would test it a little bit more. It was every year I was raising, I was like, I don't like, this is a lot of work and I'm not bringing home enough money for this. You know, this is, you know, that was just my mindset. Like, it's just not enough. I'm putting in a lot of work and I don't feel a pre, I don't, I just hated it. And, and one of my mentors always said, if there's something on your price list and you hate it, take it off. Cause the only reason they get it on the menu is cause you put it there. I was like, all right, next year I test it. I go up to 1500, the bottom package, 1500, drop the 1200. Then I keep going. Then third year I go, all right, well, I don't like this. I want more expensive products. You know, I go to all these conferences and stuff and I said, I can't afford that unless I charge enough money. Right. So then I go and I get more luxury line products and I change it. And I'm like, I think my bottom package might've been like, I jumped from 1500 to $2,000 bottom package, 2,000, you know, uh, $4,500, $6,000. And then I hated it when I did all this work and it was like, they only spent $2,000. I know a lot of y'all are like, why? I need that 2000, right? I was like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I hate it. I feel that it's still a lot of work because I give so much in value that I just feel it wasn't worth it. And all my money was going out of, you know, and like services to, you know, makeup artists and products and all of this stuff. And I was like, it's just not making sense. I want to always make my super eyes always said to put your average sale in the middle. Well, I always wanted my average sale at the bottom for me mentally, because I knew I would always make that coming in. So this year, 2021, I got bold <laughs> and I just dropped that $2,000 off, raised my session fee to $890. One image is $890. Cause I said, Lord, if I have to work this hard, they're gonna have to pay. <laughs> like, you know, this is a lot of work. And plus now I have a studio, so I need to make sure at least my rent is paid. And then my bottom package is 3,400. Now they just easily, I pumpkin planned my business in a way that I'm focusing always on the top paying client and not the bottom paying clients. Not all money is good money when it comes to your sanity. It's just not to me. And, and I felt that those other clients, the ones on the bottom were always struggling, struggling to pay me and giving me hell. The ones that paid the most money is effortless you know, and I want it more like that. And so that's why I say a pumpkin plan. Pumpkin plan is by Michael Michalowicz. And he talks about focusing on the top 20%, not the 80% of your clients. And so that's kind of what I did. It was just an evolution. And it was always a test. Every year was a test. I was like, Ooh, if it worked last year, I'm gonna find somebody to pay it this year, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I did. And I stayed booked out. And so can it, you, ex- sorry, Kevin, can you explain ahead. just for um, the people listening? What is included in that bottom package? Just because I think there might be people listening who are like, oh, well, if it's 3400 it must include like, you know, what maybe someone's top package. So my what are people bottom getting? package includes like the session fees, 890 It includes hair, makeup, wardrobe design consultation on Zoom. Everything's on Zoom as much as I can. Uh, it includes all the retouching and uh, food at the studio, uh, the makeup artist also have a stylist if we need it, if I need to have extra help because I can't be everywhere. So I, so that's included. And uh, then my bottom package is $3,400 and it includes 15 digitals with this course uh, images in a folio box with the corresponding um, digitals. And then 4,500 is 25 images and 6,000 is um, 35 
images. And then it just goes a la carte up from there, you know, selling wall art. Wall art starts at 2000 for one single piece, 4500 for a collection from Graphy. Um, and it just goes up. It's all customized to the client. So it depends on their size of their wall, the amount of images. I mean, I just had a $7,000 sale and sold 54 images. And so. are you like in those 15 images? Is that because I, I saw some gorgeous albums that you made a video of and yes. I know you have gorgeous folio boxes so it's like they get to choose what they get or yeah, how do you they do, I do digital reveals and so I stopped printing years and years ago because I felt that my pictures were all good and I wasn't going to narrow it down and it was stressful for me to narrow it down so I I feel my sales have gone up because I give them more and I know Sue Bryce does says a confused mind says no but I try not to overwhelm them because I can take four to 500 pictures. So I show them, I mean, if it's a couple, I can show them up to 250 images for two. If it gets more, more people, the more images I'm going to have to show. But, uh, and so I feel that's why my sales are high because I'm giving them more options and it's all digital. So they choose what they love on a digital reveal on Zoom. And I assume that when you're showing 250 images, they're not processed really. No, it's, it's uh, nothing's edited. Only one, only on Boudoir, I will like, if I heard they said something, I might like tuck a tummy really fast so they don't, so they can see my vision. Or sometimes I live edit it and they're like, I don't like that. And I'll say, why don't you like that? And they'll say, ah, my stomach. And I said, oh, there's magic. And I actually show them live. I'll take it into Photoshop and I'll use Liquify and I'll say, I could squeeze your cheeks in. I could do this. Don't let that discourage you from this portrait, you know? And so I think that's an added benefit. Or if it's like that reflection image, that's my top seller. I automatically edit that right uh, before I show them because so they'll have a vision. They can't see that vision, that artistic vision sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. you'll just edit one, but then one, maybe yeah, you'll have yeah. like 20 others or poses know, how many yeah, others yeah. to show them. And you'll be like, well, this is going to look like that basically. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. I mean, I think that we've talked to several different people who also show a lot of images or don't necessarily retouch beforehand. So it's really cool to learn from different people and hear how. Yeah. I try to get it right out of the camera. That's one good skill I've gotten where it is almost perfect with makeup and choosing the perfect makeup artist, the perfect wardrobe. And I think that my clients just trust me because they see their referral based. They've seen befores and afters. They've seen my work and they understand the quality that I put out. So Felicia, you had mentioned that you you go to the conventions, you 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 wanted to up your game, you better products, higher end products because you're seeing them. You know, you mm-hmm. wanted to charge more. Mm-hmm. What what products are you presenting to clients that are probably uh, more high ticket items that raises up your your average? Are you uh, accru- go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead and ask your question. Sorry. No, I was going to say, is it like, is it like, you're not just doing a standard canvas. I'm assuming you're doing like, no, metal I do ultra critics. pro everything. I'm bougie. I'm yeah. bougie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bougie. My clients are bougie. I am creating looks. So I sell three products, the folio boxes from 3XM in Ireland. Um, I sell wall art uh, from Graphy. I use their canvas pro, acrylic pro, metal pro. I use right for right now. I'm using Graphy albums, the original wedding album for the. Um, oh, it's nice from Graphy, and I can't wait to go to WPBI. Oh no, I'm I'm really looking for some new album stuff more than anything. Um, but that's all I use. I only have three products. I don't give them much choice. I don't ask them aside from wall art. What are they interested in? Um, they just trust me. It's like I'm their designer. I'm designing 
stuff for them, for their homes, for how they're going to use it. And so they just, they're like, Felicia, I don't know. What do you think? And I just design everything in ProSelect, which is a a software that is very advanced. I didn't always have it. It's very advanced. And I got a lot of training on it. So I used ProSelect to design it in. And um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I use. Now, I know some photographers, that when they sell uh, wall art, they'll go to clients' homes, tell them, yeah, oh, the beautiful size right here. You know, th- this is what you want. Uh, are you mm-hmm. doing anything special to sell them the wall Yeah, art? I do. Well, I used to, pre-pandemic, go to their home. But everything, it's, ProSelect is amazing. Zoom is amazing. My clients don't all live here. The majority live at least one hour away, if not more, or they come from out of state, from wherever. They don't live very hyper-local, and it's just, and they're busy professional. So I do a Zoom consultation with them and I ask them, well, where were you thinking about hanging this on your wall uh, in your home? And they don't know. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm going to send you an email, goes through ProSelect. It's called Send My Rooms. I send them, it sends them an instruction, an email, put a piece of paper on the wall, take a picture. It goes into their app. I pull their app on their uh, room up on the wall in ProSelect. And I literally design their wall art. So we do the reveal. This is awesome. They come in for the reveal. We do it on Zoom. And then I go, I learned this from Gary Box. I love Gary Box. I said, how do I sell wall art? I asked him years ago. He goes, it's like a menu. You say, now let's choose your wall art. You don't ask them, do you want wall art? So we do the reveal. They pick their 54 pictures. And I was like, guys, you have no idea what I've designed. Check this out. And I pop up the pro select and this big wall comes up and they're like, Oh my God. Like they can't think like that. We have to think like designers, interior designers, and we have to give them the vision. You know, some clients will, it's very few, but most of the time we have to take over and give them the vision of what that looks like. And I literally design it before they even come in on their wall because they put their picture on the pro select and their wall is in there and I pop it up. You can see their room. And if they want to change something, it's easy. Now Zoom has this thing. It's called remote control. I can give remote control to you. Here's remote control. You have a remote control on my computer. Now go and drag and drop your own pictures. It's the coolest thing. That's awesome. That's what I do. That's what I do. And then I have an interior designer. Once it comes in, it takes four weeks from Graphy. Um, the interior designer, we meet at their home and the interior designer hangs it. So it's all white glove service. They don't have to do anything unless it's a client that lives out of state. I drop ship everything to them. And if I have to help locally, I'll network enough online to find a designer to hang it in the home. So in the beginning, it sounds like you're, are you asking them for the just images without even knowing whether they're looking for wall art? Are you? Yeah, I need to know over their room. I need to know what does your room look like? I don't want no wall art, Felicia. I know you don't. That's what they all said. But I'm not. I said, <laughs> but let me just design. I have, I have a way of talking to people that... I'm probably a walking HR case. <laughs> I have a way. I have a way. I came from the medical field. Come on now. I could get anything out of anybody. <laughs> so, so yes, I tell them they're just send me the room anyways. <laughs> so you have all these fantastic products or, you know, they're higher ticket items. What is your average sale for each for each session? For each session, right now, it's averaged about 5342 bucks, something like that, around there. And how many shoots are you doing a month then? It must be like... Well, let's just take this past month. Okay, even okay. let's take the $74,000 a month. I have 13 clients booked every month. It's easy. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And sometimes I double up a Wednesday because it's headshot days. So um, 
last month, I had so many cancellations at the beginning of the month. So, so, or even in April, I had so many cancellations. So I really only had seven clients that really high month, you know, and this past month that I made the 48,000, 49,000, I only had seven clients. But again, you got to understand I'm constantly booking. I'm constantly booking. So I have a high booking uh, fee, like it's $963. So I'm constantly booking for future bookings. So that money is going in and I don't really put that into my average sale for the month. You know, for that, for that month, if I were to tell you, because it would throw it off. Got it. But yeah, I'm con- so my sale, my months will look high because come on, it's thousand dollars a pop. I'm booking out three to four months in advance. Constantly. Got it. That makes that makes a lot of sense. You see, uh, so it's not a lot of clients. It's a lot of me collecting money. <laughs> and do you do payment plans as well? Um, or no, that that you don't do. Mm, no, really, I don't like chasing money. And I tell my clients, my best clients, I don't have to chase money. And if anybody asks, I'm like, I don't chase money, period. And I tell them they have, I have a Felicia Reed credit card. It's through Synchrony Bank. It's powered by PayPal or, or PayPal is powered by Synchrony. And if you have a brick and mortar, you can sign up for it. If you've bought a mattress or got dental work or whatever, it's Synchrony Financing. And literally, they can apply. They have to have good credit and they can apply for a credit card that's revolving like any credit card. They get $3,000 today, pay it off, 12 months, no interest. They can use $3,000 next year. You know, like it's, it's, that's what I use right now. I don't use it often, but, um, you know, cause most of my, my top clients, they just give me the money. Got it. I love that. Felicia, I also wanted to ask you is how did you scale in terms of like, cause you just said you have a whole team. Yeah. How much do you feel that adding these, I know you have um, an employee now, you mentioned this bookkeeper, like how much do you feel adding that help helped you scale your business so quickly? As a business, I don't feel you can ever grow any bigger. You can't do this alone by yourself. No business that is on a scale to grow will ever grow by themselves ever. There's just no way you'll make any more money because you can't do everything. And so like I read the book, E-Myth Revisited, you know, if y'all haven't read that, that's one of my incredible books I, I recommend. And, and it's talking about like delegating. And so my bookkeeper, Venus, I think she's on here. I'm a profit first business. And so um, that means I pay myself first and my business operates. I pay myself a percentage first. My business operates on everything else. And it was important for me when I didn't make any money. I brought on Venus in 2017 and I wasn't, she know my numbers. It's raw. When y'all get a bookkeeper, it's pretty raw. They just know they just know how broke you are. It's just like, they just know, they know how much money you make. But she thinks she looked at me and she's like, Felicia, this is gonna, I'm going to look at your past. I'm gonna look at your present. I'm gonna look at what your goals are. So having a bookkeeper that looks at past, present and future is very important to me because she knows where my goals and she would be like, you know, us in Sue Bryce, she's like, Felicia, stop buying flowers, stop buying dresses. You ain't got to buy all this stuff for your clients. Like your money's, do you want to buy all this stuff for your clients? Or do you want to bring home a paycheck? Like, what do you want? Do you want to be able to go to WPPI or do you want to, you know, buy clothes for you? You know, it was always putting something in perspective, you know, like your money, you can't just be leaking money. And now I have six, seven hair and makeup artists, two stylists, you know, they're all contractors, but I don't have to do all that. That's a lot of work. And I didn't want the tax man coming for me. And so Venus pays all of them, you know, and she makes sure they're all paid. She does my sales taxes. I have a CPA. Like I got the CPA, now I'm an S corporation, I'm on payroll. Like it's all an evolution and each time you need to delegate. Like you need to be doing things as bringing home the money. You don't need to be doing things that it, that doesn't make you money. Just sitting here doing your books is not gonna make you any money. It's gonna stress you out because you ain't got no money. 
You need to be out there networking. You need to give it away and go network. You need to give it away and go talk to people or try to figure out some promotions. You need to give retouching away so that you could spend more time selling. You need to give, you know, your makeup. You can't be doing makeup and shooting at the same time. You got to go get a makeup artist, you know, because I know some people do that. It's always delegating so that you could continue to grow. And as you make more money, you could bring on more people, right? It didn't all happen at one time. It was like, first this, then this, then this. Love it. I see that we have a question from Laura. So Laura, you can go ahead and unmute yourself by pressing the little microphone icon and just let us know your question. Hey, Laura. Hi, guys. Hey, Felicia. <laughs> She's my biggest fan on Instagram. <laughs> I try to be polite, but I stalk Felicia in a serious way. I got a lot of stalkers. <laughs> You're not the first one. Just keep it cute. Keep it cute. <laughs> No, I'm just a huge, huge admirer um, of all you guys, actually. And um, my question was for you, Felicia, is, you know, you were talking about like getting books seven months out and the same thing happened to me as well. And, you know, once you're booked that far out, it's kind of hard to catch up. And when like, I mean, you're always going to be booked a ways out. It keep kind of keeps rolling on itself, right? Did you continue to serve these people as the prices that you had originally quoted for the next, you know, however many months? And um, have you thought about doing that thing? Oh, like an additional question is, did you book vacation in there? Because like I'm booked all summer and now my husband's like, we should go away. And I'm like, "Uh, what? Um, Uh You know, you know, and um, wondering if you'd ever considered that model where photographers, you know, open their books all of a sudden and then, then they get all booked up or that kind of thing. No, I don't know about that last part. So I'm not yeah. for sure. I have never thought about that. Number one is I plan out my whole year, my whole marketing year on a calendar, 12 month calendar every quarter. Like today I'm able to be live with y'all because I'm off at the top of every quarter. You know, at the top of every quarter, I decide I'm going to be off if I go on vacation or not. I take like four days off and I like Rusa. So I schedule my vacations in. I'm always off the middle of December through the middle of January. I've always scheduled off and I'm off on weekends. So I time block everything. I only shoot Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. Tuesday is for personal care day. Thursdays is all day networking. So it's just having a time block. Number one. Number two, last year when I was booked so far out, I hadn't raised my prices yet until probably November, December. I was getting bitter. Like, you know what I mean? Because I was getting, right? Y'all knew my 40 over 40. I was just getting $2,000 average. And I was like, mm. and I was like, I'm raising my, my bookkeeper said, it's time to raise your prices. You're too far booked out. You don't have the ideal client. <laughs> like you just, you're, Mm-mm. and I raised my prices because my bookkeeper said, you have to raise your prices. And I raised them. And that's kind of how I controlled who I was getting, who was coming in my door and what quality of client I was getting. And, um, and then yes, I booked, and this was how I got booked. Let me tell you, I decided to, I, I didn't know what my prices were going to be in October, but October, I didn't know what they're going to be in 2021, but in October, I knew I was going to raise my prices. So everybody that called, I was like, my session fee is six seventy five. My packages start at $2,000 next year. My prices are going up. I don't know what it is, but it ain't going to be this. You know, I was like, you better get it now. So that's how I booked out so far in advance the next year in 2021, because they were coming on those prices. I still gave incredible service. I still gave everything because that's my 
clients. You know what I mean? That's my, my referral base is my client. So give, you know, constantly give them service. It wasn't exhausting. And then um, this year, I'm only booking out three to four months in advance. It's not as much. And now I've really changed my contact form. Because y'all remember I posted I was exhausted. I was about to have a nervous breakdown for Mm -hmm. therapy online. So I changed my contact form last weekend where it says, do you understand Felicia starts at 890 and which, what is your budget here? And I, if you go to my contact page, www.feliciareed.com, you'll see it. It gives them a choice. You want to spend 2000, you want to spend 14,000. And if they fill out that contact form, they already know (laughs) they're serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. There you go. That's, those are my answers. So time blocking, raise your prices, continue to give service, exceptional service to these women because they are giving you money and they are your best referral sources. Yeah. Thanks, Felicia. You're welcome. Thank you, Laura. So, Felicia, before we get too, a little bit too far away from it, one thing that you had said earlier was that you're an S-Corp. Yes. Uh, why an S-Corp? What advantages are you seeing from that versus, say, the LLC standard that a lot of photographers have or even as a sole proprietorship? Well, there's a difference. And S-Corp is a taxation term. And LLC, sole proprietor, that's more of a legal term. And so I am an LLC, but my S corporation is the way I'm taxed. And uh, you talk to your tax person because I was making such this big volume of money. I just became an S corp in 2020. So my CPA looked at it and she's like, Felicia, you owed, I don't remember, $24,000 in taxes for 2019. That's a lot of money for some. But for me, because I'm profit first, uh, profession, I mean, um, business, all my money goes in little accounts. So that 20, I had plenty in there. She says you would have had a tax break or, you know, you would have had tax breaks if you became an S corporation and you contributed to your SEP IRA because I'm self-employed. So self-employed IRA. So every year I give like so much money, you know, to that and that, and I get a tax break. So this year, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's you got to talk to your tax person. So the benefit is a tax break for me. And I'm also on payroll. I'm on payroll. I'm my employee. I bring home a salary. My employee, you know, she's on payroll. I pay my contractors through my payroll system. Like every, I mean, to me, it's just a tax thing. That's how the rich people get their money. You got to get a good tax man, <laughs> good CPA. That's how they keep their money. Got you got to learn. I learned this stuff from TikTok too, believe it or not. <laughs> That's amazing. Who is out there to teach us photographers that I got to learn from TikTok? <laughs> well, since you brought up TikTok, uh, let's go ahead and shift over to uh, marketing and networking. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking a little, about, a little bit about your networking, uh, but let's talk about what are you doing to get out there, to get your name? Uh, I, see, I see the TikTok. I see the dancing. You know, mm-hmm. you have everything that seems to be updated constantly. What are you, what are you doing with that? Well, I can't do it by myself, right? I got an assistant. That's how I'm going to infiltrate. You got to have help. So even if you can't afford a full-time assistant, there's um, finding interns or I have also a virtual assistant. I have a virtual assistant that has skills and other things. And I have my regular employee that has skills and other things. And so they help me on the back end because I can't make TikToks by myself and be in them, you know, when you see it. So have a friend help you, whatever. And, and my thing is like all of I feel that everything that I, my business, how it's grown was all the seeds and farming that I planted years ago. So, right. It was just growing. It was that diagonal graph, you know, it goes from the bottom and it goes diagonally across as, as the years go on, I'm growing. And I feel now that I have such a name in my community and I'm known for, you know, what I'm known for. 
is that I've cre- I can create this FOMO, <laughs> this fear of missing out. You know, like everything I do is about creating this, the most fun, funny, enjoyable, sexy experience. It just oozes out of everything I do. My TikToks, me coming on looking real with my acne and hair all over my head. Like I'm this person, but I'm also this sexy person. Like I am my client, you know? And I think that just shows people that she shows up. She's just like, she's not always perfect like this. You know, she has her own struggles. You know, I'm struggling working out these days. I'm struggling doing this. And I'm just constantly sharing who I am and I'm always dancing. And I, and my clients come, they're like, are we making a TikTok? You know, are we dancing? And it's always showing off luxury, constantly showing up on Instagram, showing my clients with their luxurious products, not just showing pretty pictures. A lot of photographers get caught up, right? And their feed is just all these pretty pictures. And I wouldn't, there's some photographers I follow and I love their work. I don't even know what they look like or their real name because their photography page is not their name. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. If I saw you, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I feel you need to show up and the people want to see who you are. It'll be more relatable. I'm, I'm just very relatable. I'm very real. I'm very raw. Um, you know, but everything is with love. And I think that's the difference. And I'm constantly like networking like a psycho and bringing, I do, I'm starting up my lives again. It's exhausting, but all of this is exhausting. Y'all don't think you're not going to be exhausted. This is not, nothing is easy. (laughs) It was easy. Everybody would do it. Uh, you know, I do my lives with bringing on clients, uh, and talking about their business, blogging about them, you know, whatever, what bringing them on live, going live in stores, going live, talking about stuff. It's exhausting, but that's what I do. And I get all, I get it. I get it through the Instagram. That's where my clients come from. That's your main source. That's where you're saying you're seeing the most growth, the more. Yes. uh, Instagram. It used to be Facebook back in the day, but I don't know what happened with Facebook's algorithm. I don't get much traction on that Facebook page, but Instagram. Yes. They find me through Instagram and referral base. Very, I'm still in BNI, even though I'm physically not in BNI, but my employee represents Felicia Reed Photography and BNI. So I get a lot of the business networking things. She ne- She's my marketing person. I don't have to be there. I, I delegated that away. You just mentioned being exhausted. And mm-hmm. how do you manage, because you always seem so high energy and I know you give so much. So how do you manage burnout and staying so you know active in your business and taking time for yourself so you can continue to keep giving that level of service. I just got to be quiet some days. Like some days I got to put the, when I say be quiet, everything needs to be quiet. No TV, no phone, no social media. Like maybe I'll be on 100 through the workday, 830 to five. I don't take calls after five o'clock usually, unless I'm selling some girl, I'll be on that phone. To <laughs> but I try not to take calls after hours. I try to give everything I have eight to five, Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday I'm off. I make sure I schedule my time off in. Like I'm so excited about being off today, you know, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. I'm off, you know, the next four days. And um, just like having somebody to talk to, like, like I talked to y'all in the group the other day, but then someone called me and, you know, just like, sometimes you just want to know, am I alone? Cause sometimes we forget and it's just kind of like, I'm going crazy. And, and that's how it is. It could be that way. It's hard. And just being, for me, I just got to be quiet because I am high energy. I like to veg out and just watch TikToks. I swear to God. Just, <laughs> like, and lately all the shows on TikTok is working out. So that gets me excited because I'm working on my WPPI body. Yeah. Well, we have a question from Chelsea. So Chelsea, if you can just go ahead and unmute yourself and ask your question. 
Hi, Chelsea. Hi. Thank you for having me up. Um, so I've been following you, Felicia, on Instagram as well. Um, I oh. found you through Subrise, of course. And um, then, yeah, I've been following you on Instagram. I love all your reels. Um, yeah, so I, I really liked the one you did a little while back. It was months ago, but you did one with, like, there was this cute one where you were showing how to pose on a stool. It was awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you might have had a hat on. I'm not certain. but Yes, I did. <laughs> so cute. Um, <clears throat> but my question is actually unrelated to that. It's, um, you mentioned earlier that you have grown a thicker skin. And starting out, you know, I'm just barely starting out. I've, you know, made my first sale um, and I'm ramping up. I'm about to start my first campaign. But this also means I'm going to be getting work from a lot more, well, hopefully from a lot more people that I don't even know. You know, I'm opening Mm -hmm. myself up to like the strangers, the people I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I know that one of the fears ahead is what will people say to me, either if I make a mistake or I don't make a mistake and they're just angry. You know, how did you, how, I was wondering if you could give me kind of a script, what you say to people when they're irate, if that's ever happened to you, Um, like how you basically you know, react to a customer where you, you're setting boundaries and respecting yourself, but you're also giving them compassion and serving them. Like, how do you, what, what might you say to somebody who's saying nasty things to you and saying, you didn't give me what I wanted? Okay. There must've been a communication. It's communication. So you got to think about what did you do wrong? Like, where did the communication fail? Where does, you know, I don't have irate clients. I do have where, they try to play me like, I didn't know that's how much that costs. You know, they say, you know, all nice. They're never irate with me. Uh, but they'll say, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that's how much it's got. I didn't know. Or I didn't know there's a cancellation policy. Or, you know, I had, and I was like, okay. So what I do is I set boundaries ahead of time. You have to like knock it off in advance you, but from the get go. This is how I operate. This is my, pro- my, when you, when I send out, when you give me an inquiry, when I get it, I send out an email. Hi, I'm Felicia Reed. I forgot what it says. You know, uh, we only take six to eight clients a month and we want to have a consult with you to see if we're a good fit. And, you know, it says something like that. Like not everybody's a good fit. Not everybody's your client. And it kind of says that. And um, so then when I talk to them, I kind of tell them, you know, I get to know them, but I also go through my processes. Once you book me, then we're going to do this. Then we're going to do that. Then this is going to happen. Then this is going to happen. And then um, once they pay me their money, I said, the next step is you're going to get email confirmations for our wardrobe consultation, our photo shoot day, and you're going to get a contract. I didn't always use contracts. And I tell them like this, listen, I'm not a contract person. I'm not like a stickler on it, but it's just a clear communication between me and you that I, you, I understand that you understand and that you understand exactly how the process goes. Cause this is a lot of information on the phone. So on the contract, they just got to check off. I've seen Felicia's prices. I understand that eight ninety is a session fee. I understand products are sold separately. Like it's just that I understand this is the cancellation fee. It's five hundred dollars to cancel. It's five hundred dollars. Now we were in a pandemic. I'm very forgiving. I have a heart of gold. Like I understand, but I'm not going to be taken advantage of. And one client told me I didn't know I had to pay that, and I said, "Well, I felt sorry for you because of this happened, but now you want to reschedule for a second time. So in order for you to get on my books, you're going to have to give me your money like that." She gave me her money. Here's the invoice. And you you said it exactly like that? Just like that. Just like that. I said, I felt sorry. And I didn't want to stress you out even more because you were going through X, Y, and Z. But in order, I have to, I book a team. I can't keep canceling my hair and makeup artists 
This was, you can refer back to the contract. Oh, I didn't read it. They check off things. They don't read. People don't read. You got to constantly be repeating yourself with love. And I think that's what helps me that I don't really get irate and they can't ever really say I didn't tell them so because they had to sign off on it. (laughs) I think you, I I appreciate that. Does that help? Is that going to help you? It does. It does. I think we're a little bit different in personality. Like I'm a little more timid and I really, I, I really admire your strong personality. So it's good for me to hear from you saying, this is how I say it and it works. But I say it with love. I know I'm saying it, but I literally, I know each client and I Mm -hmm. know I come from the medical field. I know how to talk to people. I know the irate ones. I know how to bring people down and to calm them and just cheer them on. Like, Hey love, Hey beautiful. What's going on? I see Mm -hmm. you want to reschedule now. What can I help you with? All right, I'm going to send you an invoice. That's all you say before anything. Right. Oh, you want to reschedule? I'm going to send you an invoice. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. Thank Just you. Like I, I do appreciate it. It does help. Yeah. Thank you. You're and welcome. I think Felicia, what's so great about what you just like demoed in that was that you didn't have any fear of your clients. And sometimes I think like a lot of communication errors start happening when we get really afraid of our clients and stop seeing them as our allies, but seeing them as like, I don't know, like an enemy or as like someone who's going to do harm instead of being on the same team. So what I loved about what you just demoed was like, you really sounded like you were on their side and rooting for them. Yeah. Um, I see that we have another question from Tanya. So Tanya, you can go ahead and ask your question. I love Tanya. Hey, Felicia, how you doing, girl? I'm doing good. What can I help you with? I wanted to know what's next for Felicia. What What are your goals? What is your What are you aiming to do for the next five years? Uh, besides the numbers, besides the income, just like where do you see yourself? Okay, I'm 45, 50. Oh, geez, I hope I'll almost be retired in five years. <laughs> I hope I'll almost be retired. Well, I would love, like, my whole thing is... Um, I'm building a house. I bought 10 acres. So I'm going to be building my dream home in the middle somewhere. Maybe make a little resort in Airbnb and y'all can all come stay. And then, (laughs) and um, I hope to have another employee and to kind of almost hand off this photography to somebody else, because I would love to be speaking about relationship building and networking. And just, I'm working on becoming a mindset coach next month. Or is it this month? This month. So I really feel that it's going to benefit me. It's going to benefit my clients. It's going to be benefit photographers that I mentor. Um, I don't know. Whatever it is, is going to be amazing. Uh, God is just good to me. And every single step of the way is different. I mean, it's different, but it's, it's it never gets worse. It always gets better. So I yeah. try to make plans, but sometimes my plans turn. But it's always better. It's something else. I don't know. I just look at day to day these days. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Hey, that's pretty great. I'm cheering you on. Thank you. Keep up your TikTok. I see your TikToks too, Tanya. I mentor Tanya. She's been doing what I tell her to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I'm kind of yeah. jealous. So I have awesome. to test that. Yeah. Felicia's <laughs> a really great mentor. I just wish that I could afford her for more months. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, love. Thank, Thank you, you Tanya. Much, so we're getting close towards the end. I want to ask you a few more questions there, uh, Felicia. Uh, sure. So... Let's see. What is the mindset uh, for someone that is struggling to hit ten thousand a month uh, and consistently hitting that number? 
what do you think they need to change about themselves, mindset, to be able to get past that, maybe to hit a higher number? Hmm, there's a lot. That's a loaded question. There's a lot of stuff. Like, um, first, like I would say to the beginners, because I was a beginner and I just set my goals where they were realistic. So right, even now I have like my monthly goal is um I think sixty thousand dollars. That's my monthly goal. My reach goal is like a hundred thousand dollars. And if I can even make half of it, even back then, if you want to hit twenty thousand ten thousand dollars. You need to make your goal at $20,000. Then you need to work backwards. There's a book that you need to read. It's called The 12-Week Year. It's amazing. It just talks about how to take your goals from one whole 12 week, from weeks down to, you know, from three months to weeks, you know, to the day. And you need to look at, okay, what are, what are your pricing? First, you can't hit that goal if you don't have a high enough pricing or you're going to be hitting a lot of volume. So if you want luxury pricing, you want a low volume and high price point. So you really want to have your pricing... Luxury, at least $1,200 minimum, at least. And then you want to kind of work back. If I want $20,000 for this month, you how many clients do you want a week? Because you can only do what you could do. Just like Subaru says, divide that by the week and then figure out what your average sale is going to have to be for each client. And then you kind of go from there. And then you just infiltrate constantly. Because I feel if in the beginning, I'm not, I wasn't working a lot. Monday through Friday, I wasn't booked Monday through Friday in photo shoots. So if I wasn't in a photo shoot, you better know I was networking. I was meeting 10 people a week, one-to-one, sitting down, having coffee dates. 10 people, that's how I got known in my community, just listening, giving, giving, giving. And I say this because this is going to help them respect you, know, like, and trust you. You will need that know, like, and trust factor. And that, when you have your pricing right and you know your goals are written down and what you need... You go out and you start meeting people because you're not working. So you might as well be networking because that's working. And you're meeting people constantly, showing them your magazine. Take your magazine. Take your brochures. uh, Figure out how to bring them on Instagram Live or Facebook Live and let them talk about their business. Give by letting them talk about their business. Give by giving them a referral. The money will come back to you. That's my advice. You'll meet your goal. It'll be easy. But you got to give. You can't just always want to sit there and receive it, receive it. You have to give in those kind of ways. And some nobody really teaches you that, you know, really, really that you have to go out and meet people and talk to people and give in a way of serving them in business where you just tell them, this is a book I read. This is a networking group I'm a part of. This is a person you need to know. They will appreciate you and they'll want to give back to you. I love that, Felicia. And do you have any advice for people who like, are just so afraid of networking and meeting people. I know we have a lot of people who say, I'm introvert. I can't go meet people. Like what would be your last piece of advice for those of those people? Mm, find a networking. Okay. Women find a networking wife, men find a networking husband. <laughs> Dude, just find some, that, that buddy, that networking buddy that can go with you. Cause it's easier when you're in a groups, right? You can go groups two, three or four. I don't know what's happening these days. I know outside is opening a little bit more. So if you can go out networking together, it makes it easier. So if me and Ashley and Kevin are out, I'd be in a group and I'd be like, oh my God, do you know Ashley? Do you know Ashley? Let me introduce Look, this is her Instagram and I'm over there showing your Instagram. She's incredible. You have to meet with her. She loves connecting with this, this, and this, and this. And then I drag them over to you. 
Kevin, this is Kevin. Oh my God. Do you know Kevin? You know, and then that way you're not talking about yourself. Somebody else is talking about you. So that's how you do it in person. If you're still online, the best way I say to network is to go into these bigger groups, you know, whether it's meetup.com or BNI or, uh, you know, just finding local chamber events and then finding them one-on-one and having just a Zoom or FaceTime. It's easy that way, networking and I don't know. I think people are just more relaxed on Zoom and FaceTime and just talking to them. Or three is digging deep into your one client or your two clients. If you just got one client, let me tell you, if you just got one client, just take that one client and serve her, like not only do her photo shoot, but if she's a real estate agent, bring her on Instagram live, talk about her business, let her talk about her business, send her a referral, send her something like not when I say send, not a gift, but like connect her with somebody else. Because that, to me, is networking when you're helping another business or helping another person. So I hope hope those are three good. Yes, that's such an amazing answer. Thank you. That's such a great way to close out the session today. So I'll toss it to Kevin. Felicia. Felicia. (laughs) Oh, that that was awesome. It it has been an awesome interview with you. And it's been a pleasure. Uh, we have you. hit the one hour mark. And uh, before we go, I want to be sure that people listening know where to find you. So please go ahead and share where uh, your socials. Uh, Felicia Reed Photography, R-E-E-D, Felicia Reed uh, Photography on Instagram, on Facebook, on Pinterest, on TikTok, Pinterest. Um, website is FeliciaReed.com. Facebook is Felicia Reed. Perfect. Thank you very much. Everyone, please go follow Felicia. Also, be sure to follow the Portrait System on Instagram and on Facebook as well. And also be sure to check out the blog post that is associated with our Clubhouse interviews at suebriceeducation.com forward slash blog. If you are a member of Sue Bryce Education and you have any questions for Felicia, Ashley, or myself, go tag us in a post in the SBE Members Only Facebook group. And if you are not a member of the Subrise Education and you are inter- interested in learning more about how it can help your business succeed, please email Ella in support at support at subriceeducation.com. And thank you for joining us. And we hope you can join us next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Felicia. Happy Fourth of July weekend. Bye. Yeah, happy holiday. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks again for listening today. And don't forget, you can listen to either me or our special guests every Friday on Clubhouse at 11 a.m. Pacific. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-Day Startup Challenge plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com. It's time for me to tell you about this episode's sponsor, Fujifilm North America. If you haven't experienced portraits and wedding scenes created on the large format GFX system digital camera sensor, you are missing out. 
Along with up to 102 megapixel resolution, you'll find rich colors and gorgeous in-camera looks. There's also AI-driven subject detection and eight frames per second bursts inside the compact GFX100 digital camera. Hit the link in this episode's description to view the products. It's time to dream big in your creative process.